0: What's going on, everybody? How you all doing, man? What's going on, everybody? Yeah, sorry for the long intro, guys. I uh, I was trying to get this YouTube stuff figured out behind the uh, behind the scenes. Uh, sorry, my thoughts are so scrambled right now. Um, but anyways, I'm still trying to get this like multi uh, stream stuff figured out to where I'm like streaming to different platforms. I'm still trying to get it all figured out, so. Bear with me. We have a great show for you guys tonight, though. Um, I have... uh, Here, let me just go ahead and show my screen real quick, dude. Um, We'll see here. We got all these tabs open for our story tonight. Um, It's going to be a good one, man. It's going to be a good one. Uh, So, basically, I don't know if you guys saw, but on X, Twitter, whatever. I know Stro likes it whenever I call it Twitter. Uh, I don't know. I just go with X. I kind of like X. I think it's cool. Um, But, anyways... Matt Walsh. um, Yeah, he I don't know if you guys know who Matt Walsh is. He's a conservative commentator for the Daily Wire. Uh, He decided to retweet me yesterday. Quote tweet me um, basically being a boomer. So we're going to get into that um, and just some of the some of the responses and stuff and some of the takes on it. I thought was really funny. Uh, we're going to also talk about Killer Mike. I don't know if you guys know who that is. I didn't know until yesterday, but, uh, yeah, he won a Grammy, and then he got arrested right after. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about that, and then also we're going to be talking about this new border bill that they just passed as well. Uh, yeah, it sucks. It, it's, it's not good. So uh, surprise, surprise. Who, who would have guessed, dude? So, anyways, that, that's, that's that's our stories for tonight, man. Uh, like I said, we got a good show for you guys tonight. Um, Before we start, though, if you guys do want to subscribe and leave a like on the channel, that'd be greatly appreciated, man. Uh, Especially with the live streams, dude, if you guys leave a like. uh, And I think if you copy the link on the YouTube stream, it helps get it out, is what I heard. So, something like that, man. If y'all just want to hit the like button, that'd be great. And also, if you're watching this on X or you're not watching this on X, go to X right now, like the live stream, and retweet it, Okay. I want to start growing on X more. I want to start posting on there more. And the live streams are a pretty cool feature on there. So if you guys want to, that would be great. Um, And, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, Oh, also, we're streaming on Rumble now. Got the Rumble stuff set up. Got the Rumble stuff set up. So, yeah. Uh, And like I said, um, actually, I don't know if I said this or not. Anyways, um, I'm going to be trying to re chat as best as I can. So if I'm like on a rant or something, I don't see some of you guys' chats. I'm sorry. I'll try to read through them as best I can uh, throughout the thing. Uh, he did. Yeah, no, he did. Seriously. He, he got arrested right after. And I have a video on here I want to show you guys. And the funny thing is, he's kind of based. And, and you guys will see what I mean afterwards. So yeah, man. Like I said, though, go ahead and like a, leave a like, uh, subscribe to the pod. Greatly appreciate it, man. And, uh, I think that's all my announcements I had, dude, I literally spent like two hours like writing the show out in, on a Google doc. Uh, I <laughs> literally spent two hours like writing this out, just planning the show out because I felt bad for last time. Cause I didn't, I felt like last time was kind of a bad show. I wanted this, uh, this show. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Writing out. Who's talking? writing out a live stream is cri- no okay here's the thing though it's not like i was writing it out okay it's not like it's scripted okay i have like points that i want to remember and we all know that like i can't remember stuff so like it's just easier if i have it in my face you know what i mean so anyways dude it's not like it's scripted not <laughs> it's not like i did like captions dude i <laughs> did i like pre-caption the video pre-caption the live stream now that'd be crazy no but um yeah no I, th- I think i think that's all the announcements we got man so yeah We'll go ahead and get right into the main B for the stream. So, yeah, man. Anyways, like I was saying, if you guys saw X yesterday, if you guys saw my timeline, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Matt Walsh posted this clip right here. Okay, so basically what you have right here is you have a guy with the new Apple Vision Pro on. Okay, it's it's like Apple's new headset. It's like their new VR headset, VR AR Uh, headset type thing, right? And there's been a bunch of videos like this coming out of people just using them in the public and stuff like that and being like, the future's here. Everything like that, right? So Matt Walsh decides to get on X and comment, our dystopian nightmare hellscape has arrived. Putting one of these damn things on your head is a sign that you have finally given up. And then uh, down below, he said, we need to put the same stigma and shame on, on these things that we did with COVID masks. By the way, they... You guys literally put no stigma or shame. People still wear COVID masks, okay? It's not like it's not like it's not like Daily Wire did anything by shaming masks. Everybody's not everybody, obviously, but I mean during the pandemic, literally everybody wear masks. So don't even try to act like you were the one who stopped people from wearing masks because you did not. Okay. It says make people embarrassed to be seen in public with them. Okay, so anyways, I responded and I said Here, let me just go ahead and go to this next one. I said, "Boomer take, bro." Definitely said the same thing about smartphones. Now, the point of this tweet was, okay, the 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 whole point I put the or the whole reason why I said this in this tweet was because this kind of thinking, these kinds of people that just sit here and like, you know, uh, you put one of these things on your head, you're done for. But like, I hate that train of thought. It's so just anti. It's just not cool. Okay, it's not cool, the best way to put it. Like, it, you're cringe, okay? You're cringe. And the point I was trying to get at is he would have said the exact same thing about smartphones whenever they came out, what, 10 or 15 plus years ago? He would have said the same thing. He would have said, who would carry around one of these? Wow. You know, look look at these people carrying out these pieces of metal, staring at them all day. Pfft, couldn't be me. And the point is, bro is doing the exact same thing here. And And, and you know, I honestly... I'd be willing to put a bet on, I would say that, you know, I would say within the next 20 years, headsets will be kind of, I'd say headsets like this will be pretty normal, okay, I'd be willing to put a bet on it that Apple headsets specifically will be pretty cool and they'll be pretty normal, and he probably will not have the same tone against this, okay, so that was the point I was trying to get at, alright, so now, we continue, I digress, he says, yes, some people predicted that smartphones would vastly increase social isolation, make people more depressed and anxious, and have a net negative effect on mankind by just about every metric. And they were absolutely right. Okay, 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 okay. So, <laughs> stop right here. So, at this point in my mind, I'm like, okay, this guy is so cringe. I'm like, this guy is so cringe. And this is where I responded. This is the bottom. I said, bro literally has a smartphone whilst complaining about smartphones. <laughs> so he literally goes on a rant and he says, yes, yeah, some people predict that smartphones would vastly increase social isolation, make people more depressed and anxious, and have a net negative effect on mankind by just about every metric. And they were absolutely right. Oh, yeah, they were so right that you're using a phone right now to reply to me on X, okay? It says, he goes on to say, it always amazes me when people dismiss criticism by pointing to older criticisms that turned out to be completely correct. Yes, you're so correct that you are now using a smartphone that you would have had the same take on minus 20 years ago. Let that sink in. Like, th- this this kind of thinking, and like, okay, look, keep in mind, like, not obviously, not everything Matt Walsh has, you know, done is bad, okay? Like, he, he is, he's made some good content, but... I mean, come on, dude. This take is just cringe. Like, this... And I was telling people today whenever I was talking to people, I was like, this is why the right always loses. Is because they don't know how to adapt properly. Now... Whenever I say adapt, I don't mean, like, adapt to, like, you know, homosexuality or any of that kind of stuff. Okay, that's, that's like, demonic. That's, that's nasty, okay? Not that. I'm talking about actual stuff that, like, is cool and can benefit society. They don't know how to properly, like, adjust to that. All they want to do is just sit back and just press the brakes. But I was also telling people this, too. I'm like, imagine you are on an icy road and you're going down a hill in your car. You cannot just press the brakes, okay? What you have to do is you have to... Find a way to take the wheel and steer it in a different direction that you want it to go, okay? This is the only way that we're going to make progressions in the culture. This is the only way that you're going to stop the left, okay? You are not going to stop it by putting the brakes on, saying, oh, you've just given up. You put one of these damn things on your head. Like, that's that's not the way you are going to win this, okay? I promise you that. I can promise you that is not the way you're going to win this, and I don't think you want to go down that hill, okay? Because the left will whoop your butt every time, all right? We need to be we need to be Christian futurists, okay? We need to be we we need we need to be looking forward, we need to be directing the future in a more Christian way, right? We don't need to just be, you know, putting the brakes on saying we gotta go back to this time. No. We need to promote Christ and we need to promote a Christian future that instead of just pressing the brakes on, let's go this way, let's take the wheel over, go this way, and direct it in a Christian direction, okay? That's the way to win this. It is not just sitting back and and being like, oh, these things suck. Guess what, buddy? You're going to be dead in 100 years, and the world's still going to be the same, okay? The only way that you're going to make any real change is if you, like I said, and I'll say this one last time, take the wheel, you turn it in a more Christian direction, okay? In the direction that you want, all right? So anyways, and so then I looked on his YouTube today, and he just had, he had this clip, and (laughs) he had this clip and I'll just I'll go ahead and play this for you guys I'm not gonna talk or anything okay I'm not gonna yap I'll just go ahead and let you guys watch this clip okay up to someone who didn't know anything about the internet maybe someone who just came here through a time portal from 1920 and you told them that the focal point of life for most children in our culture is a little screen and they spend almost all their time just staring at this thing and they care about nothing as much as they care about the screen that person would automatically recognize that this is a very bad development no other information is required in fact he would go back in his in the time machine to his own time period in a panic Having learned that human beings 100 years in the future have become voluntarily zombified, no research required to know that it is bad. But in any event, we do have research, and there's a lot of it. Researchers have demonstrated a causal link between social media use and poor mental health outcomes. It's not just correlation; it goes beyond that. If you went up, it goes beyond that, guys. I stay on social media all day. This is my job. It go- hey, hey, guys, 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 guys. It, it goes beyond that, okay. The mental health outcomes go beyond the scope of anything you could imagine, okay. That's why I stay on here all day, and that's why I made social media my job. Like, what? This is so. Okay, look, this is. It's it's so silly, dude. It's so silly, and this kind of thinking, is just not gonna get you anywhere, okay. And so, this is where this is where I just okay. I love Mike, dude. Do you guys remember the podcast I did with my buddy Mike Lerner? Uh, dude, I freaking love Mike, dude. This is where okay, so instantly after I tweeted that, and then uh, you know, all the all the all the replies and stuff started coming in. He instantly replies to this, and dude, this is why I just love Mike. Like, Mike is just such a homie, dude. So he replies with this. He goes, I love the comps of everyone saying how smartphones ruin the world while using smartphones <laughs> to make the comments. The jokes write themselves. And it's so true. And the funny thing is. In the comments, it was all like these boomers and just like these trad, like these like traditional, like conservative types that like don't. They're they're okay. Let me put it like this, okay. They were all at least like thirty to somewhere between like fifty or sixty, okay. So like, look, 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 look. No, no. Obviously, okay. Look, I don't have any disrespect or any hatred, obviously, towards you know people that are older than me. You know, the Bible obviously says respect your elders. I respect my elders, okay. But, like, whenever they're just replying with stupid stuff, I mean, like, especially stuff where, you know, I would say the younger generation probably understands more, which is technology, okay? I, I would say that they probably understand that realm more, I think it's completely valid to call them out on that. I don't, th- I don't see there's any – I don't think there's any contradiction. I don't think it's disrespecting somebody to say, hey, like, you might be wrong here, right? And so – but anyways, I digress. All of the comments were just so funny because it was just like a bunch of boomers just sitting around and being like, you know, oh, Matt Walsh, you're so right. You're so right. I, you know, smartphones suck. <laughs> Matt Walsh, you are exactly right. Like, Matt Walsh, I had never heard a better take in my life. <laughs> like, it was – dude, it was so goofy. It was so goofy. And you, know, and, and, you know, this is why the younger conservatives will win this, and this is why I support, like, a lot of, like, the, uh, like the younger conservatives right now on social media um because they're just epic, dude. Okay? Now look, Mike obviously is not a young conservative, but Mike is dope, okay? And I've told him this, you know, we were we were talking today and I told Mike this, okay? Look, I told him, "Look, bro. You're not a boomer, okay? You're one of us. You're cool." All right? You get it. The people that I call boomers are just the people who don't get it and just want to sit around and just larp all day and don't have any actual like real solutions to stuff, but just want to sit back and criticize stuff every day. That's the kind of people that I call boomers. I don't call people boomers that are like actually get it and that are like actually cool. All right. So anyways, this dude on Internax, or sorry, this dude on X, rather, his name is Internax. He made this really good point that I thought was interesting. He said, LOL, and this is responding to Matt Walsh's uh, original tweet, which started all this, okay? And he said, LOL, we lost when you boomer morons started watching TV for eight hours every day. This is just the next logical step in and perpetu- getting perpetually plugged in. And so the point here is, okay, so, here, here's, okay, so here's, here's the case in point, right? The point is, you know, you can't just sit back and just be like, oh, you know, these VR headsets are going to take over the world. If you put one of these things on your head, you damn give up, son. Like, you can't just sit around saying that whenever the, the, I, I, you know, I would say the, the generation that, you know, primarily was, you know, involved and interested in TV and stuff like that, whenever they sat around and, they, like, they watched TV a lot, I would say, you know, if, if you want to blame the problem with something, that's where the problem started, right? The problem isn't with, you know, these VR headsets and stuff, right? And I don't even think the pro- problem is necessarily with watching TV, right? I watch TV, you know, obviously everybody watches TV. But you can't sit back and act like, you know, the VR headsets are where all this stuff started. You know, that's where I draw the line. You know, it's just, it's so silly, dude, and it's just so cringe. And so, like I said, you know, the way forward is not to just sit back and criticize everything. The way, the way forward is literally to take the wheel by the grip, turn it to Christ. We need a Christian future. So anyways, I digress. Um, and so it, here's, here's the last point I want to make on this. Cause I don't want to keep yapping. We've been, we've been going on this story for about 18 minutes. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So, so here, here's, here's a, here's an interesting take. Okay. So this guy went out of his way so anyways let me back up a little bit alright so I tweeted today and I said funny seeing how all the fellow boomers and the replies of the Matt Walsh tweet stating smartphones are bad while using smartphones to do so and I put logic exclamation point now this guy goes out of his way to say Matt Walsh is 37 years old genius Um, um, (laughs) um, Matt Walsh is 37 years old genius (laughs) that would make him a millennial um (laughs) Sorry, Sherlock. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, my bad. I did not look at the national index of what defines a boomer. Okay, sorry. My bad. My bad. (laughs) Don't sit around and googling this stuff, okay? Boomer is a broad term, okay? I use it very loosely. Alright, sorry, buddy. I, I don't know what to say, okay? he So he goes out of his way to comment this, and I looked at his profile, and if you look right here, it literally says Executive Costco member. Now, this is how you know... That this guy is not just defending Matt Walsh. Okay, this guy is literally butthurt that I called Matt Walsh a boomer because who else would have executive Costco member in their buy? That is the that might be the most cringe. Just uh, bro, that is straight boomer activity, dude. I don't know how else to put it. Like that is just so cringe. And just look at his Washington Wilkins. <laughs> like, he made his he made his license plate his last name? What? Like, I I don't know. I don't know, dude. It's just, it's so silly and it's just so cringe. And so the takeaway from this is, man, if anybody is watching this and they want to know like maybe how they can make a difference or, or maybe, you know, like, like what, you know, they're wondering like what needs to be done? Like, how can we fix this? How can we fix these issues? The way to do it is to literally just like, just literally don't sit back. Just literally don't sit back and criticize. That's literally all you have to do. Just literally do not sit back and criticize and be like, oh, you know, this is awful. You literally, you have to get involved and you have to adjust and you have to adjust the future to where you want it to go, okay? And you don't do that by just sitting back, like I said, and just being like, oh, you know, this sucks. You do that by, you know, uh, maybe um, getting involved in something, you know, new or, you know, I'm I'm primarily talking to the younger people here. I'm not really talking to like, you know, the older people or anything like that, but I'm just saying, you know, but this rule kind of applies universally. I feel like, I mean, you know, if you if you want to change the future from positive, you know, you gotta you gotta adapt, man. You gotta adapt. And like I said earlier, this is not a call t- for anything like, you know, this is not a call, you know, to just broadly accept homosexuality or broadly accept any of the worldly stuff. Okay, this is simply just saying we need to accept things that are cool and that are good, and we need to shape them for our future. That is all this is saying. So that's the way forward, I believe. But, anyways, I digress. So, on to our next story now. <laughs> Actually, hang on. Let me get back up. Let me read some of y'all's chats. I feel like these will be good. So, let's see here. Um, It says the Apple Vision uh, prolapse is not uh, the future yet, in my opinion. But it definitely is cool for things like work and family related stuff. Well, no, exactly. And... I want to make this point real quick. Obviously, okay, look. Obviously, social media has, has its issues, okay? As with everything. Obviously, technology has its issues, as with everything, right? But as with we do literally everything else, we don't just blame the application or the device itself. We blame the person using it, okay? So, for example... With guns, okay? (laughs) That's so dramatic. I just pause. I'm like, with guns. (laughs) no. But no, so like, look, with guns, right? If somebody kills somebody with a gun, okay? We do not blame the gun itself, okay? We blame the person behind the gun. The guns are not inherently bad. The the guns can be used for good. The guns can be used in a very good way to protect yourself, to protect your family, right? So we don't blame the gun. We blame the person using it. The same logic should be used with social media, right? It's not social media that's inherently bad, per se, all right? Now, they have their issues, okay? As with everything, you know? As with everything in life has its issues, okay? Guns have its issues, social media has its issues, but it, uh, social media is not inherently bad, okay? Social media is a tool to be used, and if you use it correctly, I believe it can be one of the best things ever, right? It's one of the greatest advancements we have in communication history and in, 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 in the history of mankind, right? It's one of the greatest inventions of communication, but obviously, if you use it badly, it can lead to very bad outcomes, so... I think that's a reasonable take. I don't see why anybody would disagree with that. I mean, if you guys disagree, put it down in the comments. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't really see a problem with it. Um... Let's see, um, um, phones have ruined this generation, Um, we actually used to talk to people, Erm, um, as if they're not talking to people every day on social media, that's, and you know, that's such a funny thing, because he'd probably say that too, Matt Wall would probably say that too, he'd be like, I miss the old days, whenever, you know, you used to be able to go outside and have a conversation with somebody, it's like, you do that all day on Twitter, shut up, literally shut up, we don't, li- literally shut up, like, <laughs> dude, like, these these people are just a joke, dude. Mr. Flexing works at Costco. Yeah. It, dude, it's such a joke. It's so funny. But anyways, that was our first story. I wanted to touch on that cuz I thought that was super funny. I thought that was hilarious. Just the irony behind that whole story is just so funny, dude. So, anywho, moving on. So, here's our next story. So, I don't know if you guys saw the Grammys at all. Okay, I really didn't watch the Grammys. I just saw certain clips on social media. All right? But so one of the interesting things about the Grammy that happened this year is there was this dude named Killer Mike, okay? And now, personally, I don't know if you guys have – I've never heard of Killer Mike, okay? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. The only Mike I know is Mike Lerner, who is an absolute G. He should have got the Grammy, in my opinion. But, <laughs> but no, in all, in all real – I really don't know who Killer Mike is, okay? I'm not trying to be facetious. I genuinely have no clue. I've never heard of this man in my life, okay? So, anyways, he, he wins the Grammy and stuff. And I'll just go ahead and and, and read what he said right here, so – this is an article from Forbes, and it pretty much summarizes it all. And so it says, Mike's night started strong after his scientists and engineering won the best rap performance and best rap song awards. Well, his album Michael won best rap album. So just back up, can we just take a second to realize that like literally, if Kanye would have just released, like, I don't know, back in like January when he said he was going to, he literally could have won this award. Like, can we please talk about that? (laughs) Can we please talk about the fact that if Kanye would have just released, he would have got the award and we wouldn't have had to listen to Killer Mike? Like, can we please just acknowledge that first? Anyways, sorry. I just – I like Kanye a lot, okay? (laughs) I can't help myself, okay? I just – man, just seeing Ye just accept the award on the stage, dude. Dude, that would have just been so epic. So anyways – the rapper celebrated and uh, the, the article goes on to say it says the rapper celebrated his sweep with an emotional acceptance speech, saying, quote, you can't tell me. <laughs> wait, yeah. Should I do the accent or no? You can't tell me that you get too oh, uh, ah. You can't tell me it's too late. Dreams do come true. ah. Uh. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> So that that that's that's verbatim what he said, okay? And then The article goes on to say, later that evening, the Hollywood Reporter shared a video of the rapper handcuffed and being escorted out of the awards ceremony by the police. Uh, So, the event was held in Crypto.com Arena. I think that's in Nevada, I believe. I can't remember. So, anyways. And then, basically what happened was the Los Angeles Police Department, so the 48-year-old rapper whose real name is Michael Render. Kind of a gay name. Okay, it's just, it's kind of lame. I like Killer Mike better, but okay was detained and handcuffed for quote a physical altercation at the venue. So it's just so like, I don't know, dude. It's just so funny because it's like you just never see stuff like that. Like what are the odds that you win a Grammy and then you get arrested right after? And so anyways, while I was prepping for the show, and while I was kinda, you know, getting getting my what's what's the what's the term? Getting my getting my ducks in a row per se. Okay. Oh. Uh, I come across this clip. Okay. Now this is very interesting. All right. This is very interesting because it says killer. So this is a tweet and this is from a TikTok, and it says killer Mike arrested at the Grammys is in a huge spectacle just two days after refusing to endorse Biden. Now I didn't know this, but apparently he went on Bill Maher and he would not endorse Biden. So, and he said, this is what they'll do if you step out of line. Now, obviously I don't know if I agree with that last part, but we'll go ahead and watch this for a second. So go ahead and watch this clip clip. Oh, my gosh. And I'll stop yapping.
1: <laughs> what are your feelings on the election coming up? I mean, Biden and Trump, are you mm. as depressed about that as most people my, as a choice? My, my feeling is pick your policy, not your person. Find out. <clears throat> this, is, this is not the Dallas Cowboys versus your favorite team. This is, this is the policies that will affect our generations for the next 20, 30, 40 years to come. So close your eyes, listen to the policies that are being pushed, and and pay attention even to the people who don't have a chance of winning because they're gonna say policies you may want to push. And I would say do that, but make it policy-based. Make so, it policy-based.
0: so that means Dude, W Mike, like I don't know how anybody could agree with that. That is so common sense. And then here is this little gremlin, Bill Maher, comes along and just listen to what he says. Just just listen to him.
1: James. Therefore, that means I'm, I'm for black people in happy Black History But you're not you're not saying one candidate over the other. You're
0: you're you're not putting Biden or what? You think for yourself? What? You choose Paul What? You're not choosing Biden? What? He's like so shy. He just said the most common sense thing ever, and Bill Maher's like. What? Like he's like mind blowing like he just said something like like he just described like a quantum physics equation for NASA and Bill Maher's just like that's what Bill Maher is acting like. He's acting like he's literally acting like Mike just described a quantum physics equation and like he just can't he's like what? It's so annoying like it's so
1: stupid. Hey man, my nigga you ain't gonna get me in no trouble tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: None. W Mike, and you know what? Honestly, W Mike, I, you know what? Honestly, bro has a sense of humor. He can roll with it, okay? You know, W W Mike, W Mike. Even though Bill Maher is so trying so hard to set him up, props to Mike for just rolling with it. Now
1: that's your job with me. To get my, me in trouble My grandfather gave me some stellar advice. Sometimes he says, "Son, sometimes you just got to know to stay out of white folks' business." <laughs> This, well, this, this time, I'm gonna keep my mouth closed. I, I still like the policy that the old man had that I was supporting. I would encourage people to find who's supporting that policy and and see what. But happens. you can't get yourself to say vote for Biden over Trump.
0: But you you can't get yourself you, you like his policies, but you can't get to get yourself to say you support Biden over Trump. What? Literally, what, what are you doing? What are we? You saying you can't vote for Biden over Trump? Like that, that's 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 literally the IQ of Bill Maher right now. And it's it's so uh, He just said Bro bro was cooking. Bro was literally cooking, okay? And then Bill Maher comes along and it's just like mind blown. It's like, dude, he literally just just shut up. Just shut up and just like ex- just just be normal, please. You
1: you want me to list it now, so now, now I'm, we I'm got just it. saying that that's- and now he's getting aggravated. I don't blame him. Mike is getting aggravated, dude. I do not blame him he's one bit. Himself to apologize for the crime bill. Can he get can he get himself oh. to get his head out of his ass and say black people yep. you are black regardless. I need you yep. to tell me what I need to do. Can he pick a coalition Cook, Cook, brother Cook. About drug laws, street gangs, with and crime and say I need you as a board to advise me how to fix federal prisons. If he can do that, absolutely I can So my challenge is out. There.
0: And of course, Biden's not going to do that. Okay. So, case in point. That pretty much proves it. Okay? These and here, here's honestly the lesson to learn from this. Here, here's the lesson: these people like Bill Maher and these elites and stuff that go on these shows and these like talk shows—they are complete idiots. Okay, they have no clue what they're talking about. Okay, and I've known people who have worked like behind the scenes and stuff for like they have like written this stuff for journalists and for like a lot of like the talking heads you see on like local news and stuff. They know that they're stupid. Like these people and you know, the, the people that I've talked to is like it's so funny because they're like, yeah, these these talk show hosts just literally have no clue what they're talking about. And it's and you can tell right here, it's so true. You can literally tell from this right here. If that doesn't encapsulate it perfectly, just the state of the left right now. I, I really don't know what does. That's just so it's just so perfect and fitting of the common liberal right now. It is just like it doesn't even surprise me anymore, dude. It doesn't even surprise me anymore. Like, honestly, maybe, like, maybe whenever I was first getting into politics, I'd be like, what? How could you be like this? Now it's just like, oh, okay. It's par for the course, you know? <laughs> it's just like one of those things where you just accept it. You're like, oh, you know, they're stupid. You know how it is. You know how it is. They're just idiots, you know? You know how it goes. <laughs> so, anyways. The next story I want to touch on tonight is this new border deal, okay? So, this will be our last story for tonight, okay? This will be our last story, and then... Uh, during the show, I want to start doing a verse of the day um, just because, you know, this, like I said, whenever I started the show, this, I kind of wanted this to be the purpose of the show is just obviously to spread Christ. And, you know, we talk about culture stuff and, and we talk about politics and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, we need to be promoting Christ and um, everything we do. And I want to start doing a verse of the day on at the end of the show. So and just kind of talking about God for a little bit, kind of kind of kind of doing some God yapping for a little bit, you know, so. W. Christ, yes, sir, Astro, yes, sir. W. Christ, dude, W. Christ in the chat, boys. W. Christ in the chat. So, yeah, man. Um. So, yeah, we're going to start doing that at the end of the show. And, uh, but, yeah, before we do that, I want to I wanna touch on the story real quick about this new border deal. So, I don't know if you guys saw this, but over, I believe it was over the weekend or maybe a little bit before that, uh, there was this bill that was proposed, okay? I don't think it's passed yet. I'm, I'm like, 99% sure it's not passed yet. But, anyways, this bill was proposed it was called the border it was something of like a border and like safety security bill okay basically the idea was it was give money for the border so that we could stop you know a ton of um, illegal immigrants from coming in right that that was the premise behind the bill so anyways people started looking into this and they were like hey what's going on here okay and so this is what's in the bill it has 60 billion for ukraine 14 billion for israel and of course, the U.S. gets a whopping twenty billion. Okay, so <laughs> so keep, 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 keep in mind, keep in mind, keep in mind. We are giving seventy four million. Okay, and I, I believe even I can't say for sure, but I'm pretty sure there's like an extra ten billion just for humanitarian causes in these countries. So that, that's that's literally that's seventy four between seventy four and eighty four billion billion with a B billion dollars. Okay, as 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 Trump used to say. Okay. A bit, $84 billion, literally four times as much as we're getting for our own border, okay? And within our own border, and, with, and within the funds for the own border, this is the funny thing, it's literally not even for the border, okay? <laughs> it's literally not even for the border. It's literally not w- at all what it says it is. And this is, they are so genius about, like, making names for stuff, and just, like, not at all, like, like just, like, not at all following what the name says. They are genius at just, like, passing bills through. And I think they do this for this reason because think about it. If you want to get stuff through a bill, you obviously can't name it like the, you know, I work for China bill or I work for Israel bill, right? You can't name it that. Obviously, you have to name it like something along the lines of like, you know, humanitarian aid for just causes act or something like that, right? And then what you do is you put a whole bunch of money in for people who buy you out and they pay for you. And basically you put money in for them and then they get the money back and then they funnel it back to you. It's honestly, it's a W idea, honestly, you know? It's 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 just, it's, it's, a, very, it's a very ethical thing they're doing. And if anybody has an issue with it, I think that they should just be jailed and just honestly be decapitated probably, you know? If they have an issue with the government giving out money to foreign countries, you gotta be stupid, okay? You gotta just be, you gotta be dumb, all right? So, so, anyways, anyways. So within, and so people started pointing out within this bill that it's just it's so it, it's just it's so lame and it's so hypocritical. And the thing is, you know, all, all of our, you know, I'm sure you guys are already wear this, but like, okay, literally all of our politicians are bought and paid for, okay, except for like maybe one. I, I don't know if. Honestly, Thomas Massey has been putting out some good stuff lately. He's a senator, but, I mean, dude, you never know. I mean, people just – it's so corrupt in D.C., you just never know, dude. You just like you could literally get your hopes up one day and then the next day you could be just completely crushed. It just like literally is a uh, case in point, Marjorie Taylor Greene, okay? Everybody thought that she was like, she was a patriot. She was our she was our girl in Congress, okay? And then she literally shills for anybody else now. Okay, like it's just like, you know, she said some good stuff here and there, but it's like, eh, uh, you know, it's like uh, you know. And so Anyways, so I have this cool article pulled up here, and this is from uh, Mike Lee. Now, Mike Lee, honestly, good job, Mike Lee. I don't know if he's bought and paid for, but he did a good job in this article. So he kind of showed what is actually entailed in this article. And so here it is. it it Basically, I don't know if you guys can see this on the screen. It might be to, let me see here. Let me do this for you guys. Sorry about this. For all my audio listeners right now. Okay, there we go. I had to sort of make it on the screen to where it's easier to read. So, anyways, point number one that's in this bill is it codifies catch and release, okay? So basically, gives the Secretary of Homeland Security, or gives the Secretary of Homeland Security, pardon, unchecked authority to release an alien into the United States under ineffective, quote, alternatives to detention. The illegals only have to express, quote, credible fear of persecution or the intent to apply for protection and determination, okay? So <laughs> literally what this bill is stating right here is that if an illegal comes over, he can literally just say, oh, I'm in fear for my life or, oh, I'm just going for, uh, I- I'm just, I'm just going for humanitarian reasons over to the U.S. And they will literally release them into the U.S. That's all they have to do, okay? They don't have to apply for a visa. They don't have to get a background check. nothing. They can literally, under this bill, I don't know if, it, I don't think it's passed yet, but It's proposing that you can literally just be like, hey, listen, man, I'm just trying to go to the McDonald's. I'm just (laughs) I'm just trying to get out of Mexico, dude. I'm just trying to get a big macro. If you could just let me go in there. But uh, but, I got you. I got you. It's it's so it's just it's ridiculous. It's it's such it's such a joke. And they just they just rub it in our faces. And so here's point number two. It it allows up to 1.8 million illegal aliens to enter before temporary closing parts of the border okay or sorry rather before temporarily closing parts of the border so (laughs) they're going to allow an extra 1.8 million illegal aliens in as if we don't already have enough as it is okay the country is literally on life support right now they're going to let a whole nother 1.8 million illegal aliens in right and so point number three and so i'm not going to go through all these i'll just skim through the rest of these but those are just the main two i wanted to touch on real quick they have funds for sanctuary cities and NGOs uh, sending illegals around the country. All right, so that's basically shipping them anywhere and everywhere throughout the country. Subsidizes free taxpayer-funded legal counsel to illegal aliens. So we're, our taxpayer dollars are literally paying for these legal aliens to have lawyers, okay? If I wanted to go out and get a lawyer right now, I couldn't support it, and I couldn't afford it probably, okay? I could not afford getting a lawyer right now. All right, I'm doing, like, the little Trump thing with my hands. <laughs> but no, I literally cannot afford to get a lawyer, and the government would not pay for it, Okay. Unless you're – I believe the rule is like, right, like unless you're on trial, I don't think that I could just go out and get a lawyer. But anyways, these people are getting free tax taxpayer-funded lawyers, okay? <laughs> expands parole instead of limiting it. Increase the green cards by 50000 per year for five years, okay? And so the irony with this is, as if they're even going to give out green cards anyways, but if they were to give out green cards, they would increase the amount of immigration, of legal immigration we have in the country, okay? So we're now getting, you know, illegal aliens – On top of legally, okay, and so now, like, I don't want this to get taken the wrong way, okay? Now, like, obviously, obviously, it's way better to have legal aliens in the country than illegal aliens, okay? All right, if you come in legally, right, you're welcome here, you're a citizen, right? The issue is... We have so many immigrants right now. I don't think that the best course in action is to just... I think we just need to close down immigration in total, okay? I think that's the best course of action. Not because we hate these people. I love everybody, like I said. Like I've said a million times, I'm a Christian, all right? I believe that, you know, everybody's made in the image of God, okay? I, I love everybody, right? But you can't have this amount of immigration without drastically changing the culture and shifting the narrative of the country, right? You You just... You, it's it, It's not going to happen, okay? You, you cannot... It's almost a fairy tale in a sense because if you think that you can just import loads of people with different cultures and different identities that are loyal to those countries they just left and still have in America, you're crazy. That's just not going to happen. Okay, and so we just need to cut immigration to total. And so, you know, I, people might think I'm you know being crazy for that, but I mean, I, I I just don't see another way. I mean, how could you how could you possibly keep the culture of the United States and keep our sovereignty and keep 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 our identity right as an american culture as an american populace and import all these people in it's just not going to work and so that that's just kind of my take on it but you know obviously like i said you know if they're coming in legally if we can just shut down the illegal immigration that'd be great you know ideally you want to shut down all immigration just for a little bit just to get us back on track right just to you know just to just to let us slow down it's it's kind of like this it's kind of like we just got hit in the head like in a football game, and like we just need to sit down for a second. It's like we just need to chill, you know. We just need to take a sip of water, okay? You just need to chill. Take takes take a couple of breaths. All right, take some water. Just chill. All right. So that's 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 kind of my take on it, you know. And like I said, obviously, you know, it's better if they come in legal than illegally. But I think right now we just need to stop immigration as a whole. So, and it says uh, the the next point right here is work permit for or work permit for adult children of h one visa holders. Immediate work permits to every legal. So th- this one's interesting right here. Immediate work permits to every illegal released from custody after they pass <laughs> an initial screening. And so th- here's the funny thing, and I think this is pretty obvious, but like with the amount of legals, the amount of illegals we have right now, I think it's pretty obvious to any thinking person that literally the screening is going to be like, hey, are you a danger to the country? No, okay, welcome in. And they're going to go to the next person. Like, that's just how the government is, okay? (laughs) Like, with the amount of people that we have in the country right now, you really think they're going to do intense screening? No. Should they? Yes. But are they? No. Okay. There's nothing to deport illegals, okay? It does not require anything to – there's no uh, law or anything in this bill that would require to deport illegals. Uh, There is the Afghan Adjustment Act. Uh, Quote, creates a pathway to citizenship for over 60,000 poorly vetted Afghans who were brought to the country due to President Biden's withdrawals from Afghanistan. So we still – so keep in mind, the withdrawal from Afghanistan happened like what, back in like 22? And we are still dealing with the repercussions. So if you think that we're not going to have unprecedented immigration from not only Mexico but also from all of the countries that are now seeking refuge because of this war – that Biden has essentially allowed what what do you what do you think is going to happen to the country? What do you what do you think is what how could we possibly stay sovereign as a country if we don't stop this, right? It's it's just not going to happen. It's just crazy. And so, and just thinking about the aftermath. I mean, if you don't think that this is going to last for years considering that we just we literally just pretty much almost passed the 2-year mark of the Afghanistan and we're still dealing with stuff from that. You really don't think the stuff in the Middle East, which is like a lot worse probably, is going to keep going on forever? No. Uh, you're just – I mean we're still giving money to Ukraine, case in point, okay? Like it's not going to end. It, okay, so here's the next point. It weakens asylum screening by codifying Biden policy, quote, codifies the Biden, Biden asylum officer regulation empowers USCIS asylum officers a of grand asylum, withholding of removal and protection under the Convention Against Torture without – Review by an immigration judge, ensuring significantly uh, higher approval rates. I'm, I'm sorry I'm slurring these words so bad. I'm super tired right now. But, <laughs> but you get the point, okay? It, basically, what I was saying earlier, ensuring significantly higher approval rates, okay, literally the screening for this kind of stuff is just going to be like, hey, are you uh, are you a threat to the country? No. Okay, welcome in. Hey, hey there, hey there, uh, Padre. Are you? <laughs> hey there, Padre. Are you? Are you? Go- are you a threat to the country? No. Okay. Welcome in. <laughs> Hasta la vista. <laughs> like, dude, it's it's such a joke. And number twelve here. This is the last one. Okay. And then we're gonna wrap everything up. We're gonna do our first and then we're gonna wrap everything up. Okay. So sorry, sorry if I've gone on to yapping. Give me some, give me some, uh, give me some notes in in, in the chat. Um, it says. Last one, it says no immediate funding for the wall. So this one's pretty self-explanatory, right? Obviously, no funding for the wall that Trump wanted to build. And what's funny is if you think back on it, whenever Trump wanted to build the wall, he literally asked for only one... I believe it was like $10 or maybe... I think it was like $1.8 billion. The Democrats fought him tooth and nail for this wall, okay? They, they, they impeached this man two times. Not over the wall, but over different things. But, I mean, obviously... Well, that was kind of a weak argument. But anyway, okay, okay, okay. back up. Let me cook. Let me cook, okay? Look, point, point I'm trying to make is Democrats fought him tooth and nail over this wall, okay? They hate Trump. This was one of their main things against him, as if the impeachment wasn't enough, as if the constant harassment, okay, by Democrats, liberals, all, already wasn't enough, as if all the media attention wasn't enough, and then they fought him tooth and nail on the wall, and they just – and they said, oh, 1.8 is going to put us into debt. We need to be low in debt not raise – here they are just willingly giving $60 billion, OK? And, and the issue is this is not a strictly a Democrat issue. This is a bipartisan issue, OK? This is republicards and demitards, OK? This is republican <laughs> – insert word that I can't say on stream <laughs> – and democrat, insert words that I can't say on stream, OK? That's what this is. It's literally it's just it's just free money. It kinda reminds me of like a pinata. It's like, you know, a pinata at a birthday party, you just smack the pinata, all the candy. It's like like, I believe that's kinda like the US banks account. Like all these like all these like senators just like trying to like come in and just like get this money for what they need so they can get it back to them. And it's like it's like, dude, just stop. It's like literally, why can't it's like literally just stop. Just stop. Like it's as simple as just stopping dude and it's just so ironic to think back on 2019 and just think of how much they fought Trump for this wall and now they're just willing to give up all of these billions of dollars and they have no sign of stopping so you know man if Trump doesn't get back in I really don't know what we're going to do we might just be screwed honestly it's going to be rough man and you know I I don't obviously I don't want to black pill black pill meaning like I don't want to put anybody like get anybody depressed or anything like that which I don't think I'm doing I think this has been a pretty good stream but you know I, it's just it, it's, it's gonna be rough man if, if Trump doesn't get back in but this bible verse that I'm about to bring up here in a second is 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 perfect to you know kind of on the kind of on the issue of black peeling and I was sort of praying about it and I was asking god I was like what exactly do you want me to what what verse do you want me to talk about today and I sort of got Isaiah 54 Isaiah 54 popped up in my head and so I'm gonna go ahead and read you this and I'll go ahead and put it on the screen. Well, actually, I'll just go ahead and read it from my Bible right here. It's Isaiah 54, 17, if you guys want to write it down or, or uh, look at it later or anything like that. Um, but it basically says, it's the verse that says, No weapon that is uh, formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. Okay? It says, This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is, is of me, saith the Lord. All right, so... This verse is beautiful. And yes, obviously I am reading the beautiful King James Bible. Okay. <laughs> the poetry is unmatched. Okay. It's it's in it like anything you've ever seen. Okay. It's just <laughs> so anyways, but no, no, on, on a real note, on a real note, you know, I, I love that verse because it's beautiful because it just reminds us that God, you know, will, will never, will never forsake us. Will never leave us, which is another Bible verse. He will, you know, he will never forsake you, never leave you. All right. And. You know, although bad things will happen to you, the point of the verse is not that bad things won't happen to you. The point of the verse is not that, you know, things won't come your way and you won't have trials and tribulations, right? I'm pretty sure in James it says that you will have trials and tribulations, right? But the good news is, as we see uh, throughout the New Testament, I believe in Corinthians, you know, the Bible is explicit in, hang on one second. Okay, I don't know what happened. Somebody opened the door. <laughs> but anyway, dude, it's it's Satan. It's Satan. <laughs> he's literally, he's, oh, he's ruining my stream. No, so, <laughs> of course, whenever I start talking about God, man. <laughs> But no, um, but no, no, no. Like, so th- this theme throughout the New Testament, right? I'm pretty sure it's, a uh, bro getting swatted with that police. <laughs> yeah, dude, this, dude, the feds are coming in. I've been talking too much, dude. I've been yapping too much. The feds are coming in right now. Dude, Stro, why do you, bro, why did you swat me? Stop, bro. <laughs> it's not nice. Why did you swat me? I told you to stop doing that. No, but, um, but no, no, no. Like, 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 like I keep trying to say, like, like I try to say three times now, um, Anyways, I believe in Corinthians, in the New Testament, there is this verse, and it basically just says, you know, God will not give you anything beyond what you can bear, right? And so I believe that correlates hand in hand with this verse right here because it's just a reminder to us that, you know, no matter what happens to us, I mean, God's always got our back, right? And it's through having, and obviously the book of Isaiah was foreshadowing what was to come in Jesus Christ, right? But the end of the verse says, it says, uh, quote, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of Me, saith the Lord. So, it's almost kind of alluding to Christ in this sort of—I uh, don't want to say paradoxical way—but it's sort of alluding to Christ in that our righteousness is found through Him, right? It's not found through anything that we do, and it's not found that through anything that we ever could do, or even if we didn't sin, which is not possible. But you know, even if even if we sin one time, even if we even if we. Hey, even if we simply hate our neighbor right? Our righteousness is not going to be found through that. It's not going to be found through anything that we do. but as it says in Isaiah, which is a foreshadow to the New Testament, our righteousness is found through him right And so we can just rest assured that you know God loves us and God cares for us and that if we simply just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, we will be saved. So that's the message I want you all to take away from this. you know if you don't learn anything else, just take away a man, God loves you, God cares for you and um all you got to do is believe man because there's there's a lot of yappers out there a lot of noise that will tell you you got to do this this and this to be saved dude it's don't listen to that okay read the bible for yourself read it in context read what it says okay and ask the holy spirit to guide you and trust that okay don't don't trust any of these other commentators say you got to do all this stuff to be saved and you know you got to do these words and stuff don't 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 listen to that man don't Literally, the Bible says, "Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ." There's even a verse I believe in Acts sixteen, which talks about you know, the guy asked, you know, how 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 must I be saved? And and uh, I forget who exactly was in the house, which one of the apostles was in the house, but he says, "Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved." I believe it was Paul talking to the jailer. Um, but anyway, he said, "Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved." And that's all it is, man. That's all it consists of. This it's just it's just pure faith in God, and just put all your trust, your faith in God. And so I guess that's the message I want to convey today, man just really trust in God, put your faith in God, and, uh, he will save you, man, so, all right, boys, appreciate it, guys, uh, I think that's pretty much all we got, man, I think that's pretty much all we got, I can read some of, more of you guys' chats, uh, KJV is just hardcore, mo- bro, that's what I, literally, man, that's what I'm saying, dude, I love the KJV, man, and honestly, you know, I was, I was reading the NLT for a while, I even bought an NLT Bible, and, it just sort of opened my, my eyes to how corrupt some of these translations are. You got to be very careful because I was kind of ignorant of this. And, it, you know, if you guys are struggling with which, you know, which which Bible translation to use, I would just say use the King James, okay? Because I, I do I do feel like the King James is the most accurate. You know, it's based off the Greek Textus Receptus, which is the manuscripts for the, uh, for the Bible, right? It's, it's based off that. Well, sorry, let me back up. It's 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 the manuscripts for the New Testament because the New Testament manuscripts were uh, documented and spread in Greek, right? So, I, I believe it's the most uh, uh, um, I would say accurate translation. Obviously, no translation is going to be perfect. Okay, there's going to be missteps, but I do believe that the KJV, especially, has the hand of God on it, considering that it's been around for 400 years, right? And um, it's just it's a very reliable translation, and you know all of the resources that went into making this specific Bible, you can read about. It's actually really really cool so yeah man um but yeah man that, i think that's pretty much all we got for you guys and uh yeah man You guys have a great one man it's been true chandler not that serious stay funky no i'm kidding <laughs> no imagine if i just ended the stream like that <laughs> but no good night boys love you man uh if y'all ever need anything feel free to reach out to me man and uh, let me know what you guys think of the stream had a good stream tonight and uh yeah guys see you all on wednesday Have a good one. Love you guys. Peace.